Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hunting boots, work boots, tennis shoes, and more. Experience it for yourself. And feel the difference the Good Feet store can make for you. Good Feet, with locations in Bloomington, Maple Grove, and Maple Wood. Call or stop in for a fitting. It only takes 40 minutes, and you can walk out pain-free. When you're ready for the best, call the Good Feet Store at 1-855-554-3338. That's 855-554-3338. More engineering has been improving lives by building strong communities for 60 years. Helping 150 cities and communities in the upper Midwest with their transportation and roadway needs, water and wastewater infrastructure, and flood control. Moore is the civil engineering firm of choice to commercial developers on their land and site projects. Offices in Fergus Falls and St. Cloud, and coming soon to Bemidji. To see how more can help your community, visit moreengineering.com. A family of 150 employee owners. More is Minnesota. Hey, it's Corey Heppola. Join me for a pregame party Monday starting at 4 o'clock at the 7 Steak and Sushi rooftop on 7th and Hennepin. And this is Paul and Jordana. We'll be doing our show live from there at the same time happy hour starts. 3 o'clock. No coincidence. Sign up to win an autographed player jersey in 7, really ramping up pregame with half-off 7 Steakhouse Burgers. And buy one, get one free drinks. Monday, it's playoff baseball, and the pregame party in the sun is on the rooftop at 7 Steak and Sushi with Newstalk 830 WCCO. Seeing the world through new eyes and the earth from miles above. Not just breaking news, but breaking barriers. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. The thought of my sons growing up without me inspired me to quit smoking. I talked to my doctors, and then I threw away all my cigarettes, ashtrays, and lighters. I started exercising instead of smoking. Staying away from alcohol when I was first quitting was key. I kept on trying, learned something each time. Do whatever it takes. No matter how many times it takes. We did it. So can you. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. Ever wonder what it's like to live with hearing loss? To find out, try turning your radio down slowly until it sounds like mumbling. That's what it's like. You may know someone with hearing loss. It's more common than you think, affecting 48 million people in the U.S. And most don't get treatment even though they should. Untreated hearing loss can lead to other serious health issues. Learn more at Starkey.com. All right, here we go. I'm still hoarse from the Gopher game yesterday. Mike, Max, you are in New York. Um, what was the feeling there? You've got uh, some tapes we're going to be using. Were some of the Twins players, were people there stunned with the ease of the Yankee victories as, as people here are questioning them? Well, the Yankee fans weren't stunned. They, they, <laughs> no, they were seldom stunned. By the way, quick update. Uh, I am down on uh, at MetLife Stadium here. I'm on the field right now. Stephon Diggs is out taking part in the warm-up, so I assume that that means that he will play 
for the Minnesota Vikings. We can talk more about that as the show moves on. But uh, he's out right now. I'm about uh, 30 feet away from these guys. And he's out uh, throwing passes and getting ready. Uh, they don't officially announce the inactives, as you know, Dave, for another half hour or so. So uh, we'll see. But I, I don't know what leverage, you know, what good it would do to sit him uh, to make a point because I'm not sure that he cares if he sits or not because uh, he's still going to get paid the same and he still wants things to change. But anyway, back to the Minnesota Twins. Um, the Yankee fans, the Yankee, there's such an approach there, Dave. When you, when you walk into that, it's a little bit different than the old Yankee Stadium, but a lot to do. There's just an expectation, that, and the Twins are just, a, to them, a, a, you know, what do we got to do? Now, now they, they feared that lineup. They feared the fact that the Twins had, you know, a lot of really good hitters in the lineup. That they, they got into a slugfest. It could be, especially at that stadium, it could be daunting, but uh, yesterday, you know, Gregorius, who really looked like he had a slow bat in game one, and I thought, boy, he's struggling, because he really struggled in September, and, and he got on that one from Tyler Dunn. And, and, you know, a grand slam in the third inning. And that, you know, everybody just kind of stretched their arms and waited to sing uh, YMCA when the grounds crew came out in the fifth inning. So uh, their pitching staff is more fortified. Uh, Odorizzi's coming back, of course, to pitch tomorrow night. And then I don't know who would pitch on Tuesday if they win. Uh, but it just, it, it, I've been to most of those playoff games at Yankee Stadium and Twins have played there. And, and, and it felt a lot like the other ones. So, you know, Twins show a little life in game one. Twins, you know, a couple, but they never get going. They never, you never really feel like they have the upper hand. All right, Mike Sid has joined us here. Let's get his thoughts on the game. Sid on the Twins. Here's the thing: the Yankees came back strong. They got everybody injured player of importance except Hicks. They got Stanton. They got the old first baseman. They got the Sanchez, the catcher, and they got three pitchers. So the Twins are meeting them at a bad, bad time. And I don't think they'll win tomorrow night either. Mike, uh, I know you've got a bunch of tapes. Guys that caught up with one of them. You've already mentioned Tyler Duffy. Maybe we should uh, listen to what he has to say. And string it together, and you know, I think that's something our hitters will you know, kind of tip your cap. Um, you're not going to score 10 every day. Um, obviously, we gave up you know, eight tonight, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but uh, you know, it's one of those things you, you know, you kind of shake this one off. Um, got an off day tomorrow, go get some work in, you know, whatever you need to get done, and be ready to go Monday. You know, they're a very patient hitting team. What do they like to face? Because they, they don't give in on anything, and they don't they don't swing just because you want them to swing ever, or just because they they're getting tired of not swinging. Yeah, uh, like I said earlier, they uh, I think they had a game plan. Uh, you know, they know how pitchers across the league are attacking guys. Um, you know, and we obviously had our plans going in, and um, you know, executed at times, didn't at times, and um, you know, sometimes a couple calls one way or the other will change the game, and. Uh, you know, or, or a missed spot for that matter will we'll change a game. And, uh, you know, I missed a spot to Didi there, obviously. You know, Glaber uh, got a good fastball to hit there. And uh, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. And when you uh, put yourself in a hole, it's hard to come back from, you know, especially against a, a great bullpen like that. Do you, is that what happened? You missed a spot you felt like on uh, Didi? Yeah. I, I tried to go up, didn't get high enough. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, Taught himself, you know, adjusted to the league, like I said, and he's gotten able to hit that high fastball pretty well and, uh, you know, just missed the spot. Tell me how Monday night, how you changed this, how it'll be different. Uh, being at home is one part of it, but what else? Uh, just, you know, haven't been here, haven't pitched in two playoff games. Uh, you know, I, I was kind of joking in here tonight, you know, this is kind of the pinnacle of playoff baseball in this stadium. 
Um, so everything after this, you know, it, it's not to say it's any lighter or anything else, but, uh, you know, it's pitching here isn't friendly. And, uh, you know, it's it's great when you do well and it sucks when you don't. You know, it's uh, it's unfortunate that tonight went the way it did. But, uh, you know, I think everyone in here is looking forward to get home, um, getting back on our routines and, and uh, seeing what we got on Monday. What is also different, though, is you guys are using your bullpen a lot and you don't know. I mean, game to game, you guys could be when you're going to be called upon or whatever. It's, it's just mm-hmm. a, kind of a different approach to the playoffs that you guys have. Yeah, we, uh, you know, kind of knew that was the way it's going to go. Um, you know, without it even needing to be said, um, you know, we we knew how these games were going to go. Um, you know, tonight with Randy going, you know, there's no no clue really how far he was going to go, wasn't going to go. Um, you know, the phone rang early. I was ready to go. Just you know, just didn't execute well on a couple pitches, and uh, next thing you know, we give up a grand slam. And do you look forward to the Target Field fans again? Absolutely. Get the get those hankies going. <laughs> <laughs> See what they can do, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, get get the crowd going, get it loud, make it uncomfortable. Hey, Mike, before we go to break, uh, I was at the Gopher game yesterday. A lot of twins talk around. People disappointed, surprised uh, about Gibson's appearance. Was there much uh, discussion about Gibson in game one? You know, when he when he pitched, the game was you know pretty much decided. The bigger conversation in New York was why Littell, uh yeah. in the uh, fifth inning, as opposed to going to a big boy like Trevor May or somebody. You know, Sergio Romo. They were going to stay for the eighth inning. Taylor Rogers to the ninth, uh, and uh, and that's Rocco's mo. You know, he's not afraid to roll the dice once in a while. And he threw him back out there yesterday, trying to get his confidence back. Uh, but that was the bigger conversation. Was uh, you know, as they set up, and Barrios couldn't get through the. Uh, you know, they're hoping he'd go into the pitch six, seven innings, something like that. Once yep. that wasn't going to happen, uh, I don't, I don't know that would have saved much. And, and you can talk a lot about who pitched when and all that stuff, but uh, you know, unless you get some decent starting pitching you know, to get that thing going, I just don't see where you know uh, we, we can argue the semantics of some of the other stuff. But most of the conversation here after was after game one was just uh, they went to Latell a little early. Some people thought. All right, good points. Uh, I know you've got uh, Romo and you've got Rogers and others on tape. We'll probably hear from them in the next. Segment. Let's take a break here and come back and talk more twins. The Sports Huddle. In the past, solar was too expensive. Thanks to new incentives available from utilities around Minnesota, that's an old story. Going solar is now affordable for Minnesotans. Minnesota homeowners and business owners who have a sunny property and go solar will benefit the most. Local incentives are still available to lock in with an application at this time, but they're limited and available first come, first serve. Now is the time to check into this to see if your property qualifies so you don't miss out. All Energy Solar is Minnesota's premier full-service solar provider for solar solutions. They provide customized residential, commercial, and municipal solar solutions for property owners around the state. In fact, All Energy Solar is celebrating their 10th anniversary this year. All work is done by All Energy Solar in-house staff. No subcontracting. That means quality work done right the first time. Go to allenergysolar.com for more information. They check out your property on a satellite image to make sure you get enough sun and then schedule a free appointment with your local consultant. That's allenergysolar.com. I love going to Shane Company. When you walk into the store, right away you get a vibe about the place. Everyone there is so helpful and friendly. I hear that all the time, and there's a reason for it. Everything we do is built around helping our customers. Hi, I'm Rorden Shane, fourth-generation jeweler. Our entire team at Shane Company is excited to be a part of the most meaningful moments in your life. Birthdays, anniversaries, weddings. We'll never pressure anyone to buy because we don't work on commission. Everyone on our sales team is a jewelry expert, so not only will we offer great ideas for gifts and engagement rings, we'll also teach you anything you want to know about our directly imported and ethically sourced diamonds, rubies, sapphires, and pearls. 
Our goal is for you to leave feeling confident about your decision and satisfied knowing that you found the perfect jewelry at the best price. Come to Shane Company. It's worth the drive to experience the difference. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business, Shane Company and ShaneCo.com. In many countries around the world, medical care is scarce. From birth defects to serious injuries and illnesses, countless millions have no access to safe surgery. Mercy Ships is there to help. With a team of volunteer professionals, nurses, surgeons, utilizing state-of-the-art hospital ships, Mercy Ships provides free surgeries for the thousands of those who are waiting for surgery at each port. Mercy Ships is bringing services to countries that would otherwise never be able to access those services. We just see people that need help. You realize that they have no way of getting help, and I want them to know that they're loved. Help make a lasting impact and turn someone's fear into joy. Find out how you can help by visiting our website at mercyships.org for more information. That's mercyships.org. Going to work or just taking care of your home? Daily activities that should never put you in jeopardy. Roundup Weed Killer has been linked to many cases of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Our farmers, gardeners, and maintenance workers have been exposed to this toxic chemical. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma after using Roundup, contact the law offices of Mesh Besher and Spence at 1-800-845-1021 or meshbesher.com. That's 1-800-845-1021 or meshbesher.com for a free consultation. Sports Insider Mike Max, exclusively on News Talk 830 WCCO. All right, we are back. And uh, Sid, you were going to say something about the Twins pitching. Well, I thought there was something wrong with that Romo last night when he pitched the game. He uh, and uh, the manager got him out of there. He didn't leave him in there too long. But uh, the Twin pitching is they got to do something. A couple starting pitching, and they got to hope that some of the present pitchers will come come make a comeback and middle lobby. Gibson will be back. Uh, he's a free agent, and uh, they won't sign him. And uh, I know if they'll, what you call it? Uh, Perez, real questionable whether Perez will be back. Uh, yeah. So. A lot of those pitchers won't be back, but they got to go out and spend some money and get some pitchers. They made a mistake at, during the middle of the season not getting pitchers. They got to do it now. Mike, you're still with us. What are your thoughts on the Twins' success getting pitchers? Historically, free agent pitchers didn't want to come here. I wonder if it's different under the, the team that Rocco's put together. Well, that's the, the question we're going to ask you know pretty soon here if they don't sure. get through this series. Is to get a starting pitcher that, uh, you know, you and I talked earlier, there was, and this is rumor, I've never had this confirmed, by, by, but it was on the table, uh, that, that Gratterall and Lewis for Max Scherzer at one point in time. Now you see why that's an appetizing and intriguing, because you need a game one bulldog. And, and, and the Yankees really didn't have it either with Paxton. And, you know, he, he was okay. He right. just kind of nibbled all night. But but they got to go out and get something that looks like to solidify the staff a little bit. And Panita was helping them that way. And, you know, he certainly would have pitched by now, I'm sure, uh, in this series. But it, it, it is so obvious that, you know, what they need to do because they – 
in this season rotation, Perez, Pernita, and Gibson, none of them are starting in the playoffs. So that tells you that it, you know, it was not good that way. And obviously, Pernita could come back uh, uh, next year. But uh, it's, it, it, it's just a difficult uh, they're going to have to go out and just fortify that because everything else they've got right now. Actually, I'm not sure when you need to get away. I know Sid wants to talk. We've got a couple tapes lined up. Uh, so whenever you need to break away, we know you're coming back later. But we, we well, uh, Yeah, I, I will, I'll break away, but I just, I'm down here, and it was kind of fun because these Giants fans are something else with Diggs out there. They're all, yeah. <laughs> Diggs, that was practice this week. Oh, practice. Ouch. You have a good workout? <laughs> <laughs> We're having some fun down here, and we'll check in uh, accordingly. But it's a perfect day for football out here in, uh, in East Rutherford. Sounds great, Mike. Appreciate it. We'll check back in with you later. Sid, you had something you wanted to say. Here's the thing. There's no assurance that to hit that many home runs next year. I mean, that was a, a, something that's unusual. So the, the pitchers got to be picked up. They gotta get some pictures. Well, we're gonna talk to Derek Falvey later. I don't think Derek Falvey's gonna to want to talk a lot about next year's roster. That's just not the way uh, baseball people are. They they talk about the year we were still playing, but you can bet coming weeks that'll be a key topic. Said so there are two of those relief pitchers who, who came up in that conversation. Mike had a chance to grab very brief interviews with both. Of them. Let's talk to Sergio Romo first, and then uh, oh uh, Tyler Duffy. Sergio, sure, you've been in the postseason before. Is there any advice you can give them being down two games to none, or how's it feel? Uh, well, yeah, most definitely. It's it's we're in a uh, we're in a you know loser go home situation now. So uh, I've already kind of mentioned these guys. Like I'm not ready to go home. You know, I I came over here for the long run. So you know, let's 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 see what we can really do. You know, you got to give them credit. You know, they've they defended their turf pretty you know pretty well, and they kind of smacked us in the mouth. I'll give them that. You know, so it's a matter of us really confiding ourselves and seeing if we can put our hands up and maybe smack them back in the mouth. So uh, good, good part about it, too, is uh, we're going home. They're still alive. They still got to win one game. Uh, we're not an easy team. They've, they've had to play really, really well to beat us. If you see, they've capitalized on our mistakes. So uh, give them credit for what they've done. And, but uh, it's, it's a good feeling going home. Explain the Yankees, though. They're, they're patient, they're strong, they're big. They don't give in. They don't give up at bats. They take advantage of the stadium. Uh, you don't really realize to watch them a couple games of the postseason how well-built they are and what a plan they have. Mm-hmm. No, they extremely prepared, well-prepared team. Uh, they know who they're facing. They they know us. They they know what we can do and what we're trying to do. So, uh, again, they were ready for our mistakes. They capitalized big on them tonight. And uh, we had the opportunity to put some guys away in some big spots, and we weren't able to. And, and again, it's credit to them for being ready. Uh, and they can only be ready for those moments if, if they're prepared. The mindset of a pitching staff right now, when you don't know any game how long somebody's going to go, what's that like? Uh, well, right now, I mean, it's playoffs, so regardless of, you know, thinking, you know, you never know uh, how long a guy's going to go, it, it's it's all hands on deck, so it, it doesn't matter. It could be at any moment. Like, I, you can see late inning guys, you know, pitching early on. I mean, you know, tonight we had one of our late inning guys throwing in the third inning, mm-hmm. so uh, it, it, anything's possible, especially in the playoffs. So, uh, again, you know, it's... Got to got to tip the cap to them. And the key to coming back, would you would can you capsulize it into one thing? Uh, honest, keeping the fades. You know, staying tough. Let's fight back. You know, we're a resilient group. We've been this way this you know the whole time, the whole season. And then when I got here, halfway through, they were. It's been the same thing. You know, I haven't seen anything but a resilient group, a, a group that's confident and united. So uh, we can stay together, st- stick to the plan. I mean, again, they capitalize on our mistakes. So if we can just play our game. You know, you never know. Different outcomes, right?
All right, that was Sergio Romo, part of the bullpen. Let's hear next from Taylor Rogers, who's been the, the stopper so far for the Twins this year. You want to turn the page as quick as you can, you get that opportunity game three. Uh, how do you approach it? What needs to change? What, what did you see in the first two? You know, it's, uh, I think get back home to Minneapolis will be uh, kind of a breath of fresh air, a little bit of a kickstart. You know, um, we've won three games in a row a lot this year, and uh, I think uh, we just keep that in the back of our minds. What do you do to keep morale up, etc., for a team in a bullpen and all those things? Or is that is that just it that you've done it enough times? Yeah, nothing, nothing different. That's that just comes easy to us. So uh, no need to even try to put that as a thought in our, in our heads. I know you understand baseball and you understand your role in situations, but what's it like to sit out there and you just itching to get in and pitch, and, and it just doesn't present itself. Yeah, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Uh, you know, I'd love to be out there contributing, but uh, it's, um, you know, it's the way the game goes sometimes. And, uh, hopefully uh, get my shot here soon. Can you explain the difference between playing Target Field and Yankee Stadium? Uh, I know you haven't played a playoff game there, but in general, the way that feels and the way you know Target Field feels? Well, uh, hopefully I can get an experience of uh, Target Field postseason before uh Start making comparisons, but mm-hmm. uh, they're uh, they're different. But encourage them to get those Homer hankies going and uh, start, start waving them out there and see what happens. Huh? Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, they've been great all year. So um, just be good to uh, have fans on your side for a little bit. Yeah, do you like pitching in the cold weather? Is that fun throwing inside in the cold weather? Because you know if it gets cool there in the forties or fifties at night. No difference. Uh, Does you execute a plan? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Hi, that was Taylor Rogers. We'll take a break here. P.J. Fleck will join us this morning. Good story to tell on the Gophers. Good game yesterday against Illinois. Nebraska coming up. That's going to be a night game, uh, 630 uh, kickoff. We'll talk about uh, the game yesterday, the games coming up. Uh, Gophers start 5-0. and First uh, coach to do that since Glenn Mason. So talk to P.J. Fleck right after this. Sports Huddle. Sid, Dave, and Mike. The Sports Huddle. Unfortunately, it's coming. Yes, the colder weather. Lows in the 50s and 40s. The question is... Is your furnace ready? Will you be ready to go when the temperatures call for the change? I always have my friends with KNS come out for that fall furnace tune-up. In addition to that tune-up, KNS will check to make sure you have no carbon monoxide leaks, so you are set. Check them out online, ksheating.com. If the furnace just isn't working, you can replace your furnace with a Lennox 95% efficient furnace for how about this price? $2,995. That's installed, wired, permits, all done. If you want to add an air conditioner... And get the whole system change, $5,495. Have them out for the in-home estimate. I have used this company for seven years. I trust them completely. They have thousands of repeat customers. Call them, 952-697-4328. Hi, this is Tom Miller from Miller Auto and Marine of St. Cloud. You've been asking for it, and now it's here. You asked for discounts up to 35000 off a of new Bennington pontoons? You got it. You asked for no payments until next year on new Bennington pontoons? You got it. You asked for free winter storage on your new Bennington pontoon? You got it. You asked for the lowest prices of the year with the highest trade-in allowances? 
Guess what? You got it. There's never been a better time to buy a new boat or a Bennington pontoon until now. September and October bring some of the best boating of the season. Not too hot, the leaves are turning, throw on a windbreaker, and enjoy the fall colors. Bring it back, and Miller Marine will store it for free. Remember, Miller Marine has new Bennington pontoons starting at $16,999. Miller Auto and Marine of St. Cloud. All right, taking a quick look at the weather, isolated showers. They'll be back after 4 o'clock this afternoon, pretty much over right now. We're on our way to a high near 61 and breeze under breezy conditions today. Then tomorrow, sunny, nice day, high of 63. Tuesday, still sunny, sun hanging around, maybe some clouds, but even warmer, 66. Wednesday, well, 20% chance of rain moving in, a high again at 66. So the early part of the week is really quite nice. Rain possible, maybe a thunderstorm on Thursday, high near 58. Friday, 50% chance of rain, uh, high near 44. So getting a lot cooler. Saturday, that's that uh, game the Gophers have against uh, Nebraska. Chance of rain, <laughs> snow showers, partly sunny, high near 44. As the week goes on, we'll know a little bit more about that. 6.30 kickoff. Currently under cloudy skies, we're at 53 degrees. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Right now, only a Bobby and Steve's Auto World pick up a set of select brand name tires for only five bucks over cost and get a free car wash. Plus, get ten percent off on all oil changes. Get yourself a set of new tires for only five bucks over cost and a free car wash from the tire experts at Bobby and Steve's Auto World. All right, we're back. It's time to talk Gopher football. Here's a couple stats to think about as we talk to P.J. Fleck. Gophers 5-0, first time since uh, 2004, 9-2 in their last 11 games, and they're 17-13 under P.J. as well. That's the best 30-game start for Gopher coach since going back all the way to the days of Murray Warmath. Coach Fleck joins us right now, Sid. Talk about that running game yesterday. All of a sudden, you started running the ball like gangbuster. Did you work on that a lot last week? Last week, well, we've been working on our whole system. Sid, uh, passing the ball, throwing the ball, or throwing the ball, and then running the football. You know, I think our offensive line is getting better. You know, all we've asked of them is to get a little bit better every single day. There's not a senior up front. Um, there's a lot of people who know exactly what we do and how we do it. I thought last week having the pass soften up the run has helped. And then when you have to be able to rely on the run. In a game like last week, I thought our guys just did a great job of dominating uh, the line of scrimmage. And that's what you need to be able to win football games in the Big Ten, in my opinion, especially when you get to late October and the end of November. Uh, you got to be able to run the football. But I think we're getting better. Uh, we're not where we need to be, but we are getting better. You know, we've had a great week of practice last week. It was our best week of practice, especially up front. And they're learning how to be able to 
uh, play together as one. So we're getting better. We've got a long way to go, but I was proud of the progress they made. And then really happy for Rodney and Shannon yesterday of uh, watching those two guys do what they're capable of doing. We're good to see Smith just go crazy. He's a really good player. You know, coming back from his injury is very difficult to do. And I think at the beginning of the year, it was a little bit harder just based on you don't really have a lot of faith in it because you're you're coming back from that type of injury. The more he's played, the better he's gotten. And I think the more Shannon plays, the better Shannon will get. And then we'll get Muhammad back this week as well. So, you know, we feel really good about where we are at running back, but we've got to keep getting better in every area, especially with them out of the backfield as receivers. Coach, I, I, I think we've had many conversations where the name of Brevin Spann came up. He he finally showed us what he could do yesterday. He got in the game, uh, threw a nice block, and then slid off, got open in the end zone, made a nice catch. I don't know how popular certain guys, but when he came off the field, that was one of the better ceremonies I've seen in a while. He must must uh, have earned a lot of respect from his teammates. Well, he's a wonderful teammate. Everybody on the team likes Brevin. Uh, he works extremely hard. He's a tremendous young man from the state of Minnesota, from the St. Cloud area. And, you know, he's one of those, he's a team favorite, you know, and he's only a redshirt freshman. Athletically, catching the ball, he, he's, he is tremendous. What he's got to continue to work on is, is the physical part of his game, and he has been. And he's very, very, very close from breaking out and being, I think, a tremendous tight end uh, in the Big Ten and, and at this level, all in due time. But he's making the proper steps moving forward to become that. I assume you want to correct things like the uh, the fumble that uh, Taylor made and that uh, also the uh, interception for Sunshine. Yeah, two big catastrophic mistakes on offense. One, a sack fumble, another uh, interception return for a touchdown. But, you know, I mean, those things happen. We just got to eliminate them. You know, it's happened twice now um, in two separate games where we've had a sack fumble touchdown and, you know, we just got to hold up our protection. We got a nine-man protection on that one particular play, which is the max protection you can possibly have. You should be protected, and we're not. We have uh, one guy break down, and next thing you know, we got a sack fumble. So we got to clean that up. But that's what today's for. You know, our guys are going to come in. We call it with their leather vests because today we've really got to focus on the things we didn't do well and and find a way to make those right. And uh, you know, our team is really hungry to learn and to get better. But I thought our defense played absolutely outstanding, not allowing a touchdown to Illinois, who scored basically on everybody they played a lot of points. So for us, that was a really tremendous job by Joe Rossi and his entire staff. But the offense scored two touchdowns for him, and uh, we we can't allow that to happen. And we got to be able to put the game away uh, earlier than that. But really proud of the defensive performance. PJ, uh, was the ball wetter in the first quarter? Or just take time uh, to, for your receivers to catch on because there were so many balls going off of hands early. But then later, that that didn't seem to be a problem at all. And we all know so many people here watched him play high school basketball in Minneapolis North and know what a good basketball player Johnson was. But the way he kept his eyes on that ball that was tapped, that he actually tapped in the end zone, went up and got it. I, I had to think right back to his North High School basketball career. Yeah, it goes right back to all of that, you know, back to how his, his, his the ability to control his body in the air and contort his body and do things like that. But, you know, the ball was wet. It was wet for both teams. You know, there was a lot of drops on both sides of the ball. You know, when, when you have a field and field conditions and conditions like that, uh, you've got to – not every play can turn into a 90-yard touchdown. You know, we were kind of, our, you know, a product of our own environment from the from the last week. 
every ball that was caught went for 70 yards and they kept their feet on the ground, they extended their hands and boom, they went. Well, sometimes that, that, that doesn't happen in, in really wet uh, environments. What you have to do is turn into more of a possession receiver, keep the chains moving, run the football and really kind of catch things with your body. And our young receivers need to be able to learn that. It was a great day for them to be able to learn that. But once they figure that part out, we did really well in the second half. So uh, it's constantly evolving, constantly learning how to be able to get better, especially when the environment's like that. I thought the offensive line opened some great, great holes. Well, I thought we kept them off balance at the inside and outside zone. I thought our guys really got better at the outside zone. I think one of the better plays we had this week was the outside zone. And, you know, for the first few weeks, we weren't able to get that perfected. And I thought we did a good job. And that opened up the inside zone for us. Uh, and we were able to make some plays down the field as well. Was Ibrahim available to you uh, on the sidelines? It looks like he's running pretty well. That he, that he must be close. And then Fa'alele left the game near the end. Uh, didn't look too serious. The camera showed him walking down the, the runway. But any update on him? Uh, Mohammed is, is right there. I mean, he could we have used him? Um, Technically, yes, but uh, I, I didn't feel comfortable enough with, you know, our, our trainer's decision, and they didn't feel comfortable enough that it's, hey, it's 100%, let's go with it. Um, and I trust Mike Sipniak and his staff. They do a tremendous job with our players, and they truly take care of our young men, and they're fun to be around. And then Daniel Filet looks like he's going to be okay. I thought Winfield had a big day again. No, well, anytime Antoine Winfield Jr. has a big day, it's a good day for the Gophers. You know, PJ, uh, you got a transfer student, a graduate transfer student out of Michigan, and it just looks like he's on a fast path. I mean, he looks so comfortable. I think you were quoted as saying something. He's great length. That was a word that came to me, too. He, he just looks like a ball player out there. Well, he is. I mean, he graduated from the University of Michigan in two and a half years, <laughs> which says a lot about the type of young man he is. Uh, he's got three years of eligibility here at the University of Minnesota, and whenever we want to take a grad transfer, we want two or three years to be able to have that's kind of our philosophy. I think you take him for one year, it's hard to get him to perform consistently on that level for a long period of time. Uh, ben St. Just is a young man who's a tremendous kid, uh, tremendous worker, and he, he's going to be a very, very good corner uh, in the Big Ten and somebody people are going to have to deal with for a long time. And I think he's had to be able to play football in the first few games and rotate, but I think he's working his way into being you know, the guy at a starting position at one side, and he's definitely earned it, but he's very long and he can run, and he is very physical, and he's very smart. He's a wonderful person to have on this team. Are you using a tour rule thing? We are. You know, we did it with Donald Willis. You know, Donald Willis played in four games as a linebacker, and then we shut him, excuse me, shut him down. Now we're going to use D.J. Gordon in that same role, um, uh, uh, a guy who I think has got a bright, bright future. And then we got some other guys uh, that are in uh, that we're working on doing the four-game rule with. There's some guys we still haven't played because we feel like we might need them to play in the future. You know, Kay Wiley's an example. We could have put him in uh, to kind of finish the game uh, yesterday, but who knows? We might need Bryce Williams and him towards the end of the year to finish the year. So we've got to be very careful how we manage the roster, uh, and that's kind of how we're looking at it. PJ, your thoughts on that? Well, would you like to play guys four consecutive games, or are you comfortable with spot starting or, or spot playing? No, I like spots. I like spotting it. <laughs> because <laughs> okay. in college football, you have 12 games, and, and then you have a bowl game or a championship game, and it's, it's very difficult to predict when you're going to need those players. So I, I like building it up. Uh, and plus, they're going to be better football players by the end of the year than they are at the beginning of the year. And so if you can – 
you know, save them, save them, save them. And if you don't need them, play them in the last four. They're better football players than they were at the start. So I like having the opportunity to play them uh, whenever this football team needs them to be able to play. Uh, what about the running back from Baltimore? They had such a big year last year. Are you talking about? Are, are you talking about Muhammad Ibrahim? Yeah, yeah. Mo. We yeah, well, he's doing great. Yeah, he, you know he's he's a little banged up. Uh, hopefully, get him back this week against Nebraska. Uh, he's doing great, though. I mean, he's we want to make sure he's he's good. That, that you know, especially with injury he had, we want to make sure he's feeling really healthy. We don't want this to continue to keep coming back. And he's working his tail end off to get back. Working really hard with our trainers, and we're really proud of him. PJ, it's hard not to be aware of what happened uh, with you, Western Michigan, and the parallel that we seem to be seeing right now. Does that seem the same to you that these year one, year two, and year three are kind of playing outside by side almost? Well, a few things. The comparison steal your joy. So we're not. This isn't Western Michigan, uh, but it is very similar to how we build programs right now. We're doing it a little bit differently here, but it's very similar. But just because you're doing something at one place doesn't mean it's exactly the same at the other place. There's different challenges. There's different opportunities. Uh, there's harder things to accomplish. There's a different league. But our process to rebuilding a program is the same, and and that's what we do. And each year has its own steps to be able to make sure that you don't skip step one and two to get to three. You've got to be able to go through step one, and you've got to take it for what it's worth, and you've got to get all of, out of step one as you possibly can then into year two, year three, year four, year five, year six. And every single one of them has something else that you need to continue to get better at and you got to de- develop, and and that's what we're doing. And that would be the similar part of what we're doing at Western Michigan in terms of our blueprint of how we run our culture. It's very specific, uh, and we feel like we pick it up and can put it anywhere, and, um, and that's what we're doing here at the University of Minnesota. And We just got to continue to get better every day, be better today than we were yesterday and do everything we can to be 1-0 and in the Nebraska season coming up. Yeah, PJ, I was going to give it to Sid to wrap up, but I, I saw something online I made a note to mention. That you're developing or have developed all along a nice relationship with the band, but whenever you get a chance to talk about the band, you always have the nicest thing to say. And I understand there was a, not an incident because that sounds like a negative. It's just the opposite. Would you guys go to band practice? Is that what it was and bought pizzas for the band? Yeah, the band's a really important piece of what college football is all about. It's really what separates it from the National Football League, right? Football's football. You have the you have the tradition and the history of the bands, and and they have tri- triple amount of people that we have on our football team. So when you start talking about for us how many people we have, they have triple that. Not only that, I think it's important for the band and the football team to connect. The band comes to our practice on a Sunday night, watches us. Over 120 band members were there. I felt like it was necessary for our players to re- repay the band and then to get the, our players to see what the band goes through, their practices. Uh, they have position coaches. They have, you know, the strings and the, the winds and, and the brass and the percussions, and they have their own coaches. And I think it's important. And, uh, you know, Heather and I have two sons that both play an instrument, and I think that's important, uh, you know, for, for our players to see and our sons to see that the support that we have for our band. But Betsy does an amazing job. Uh, she's an amazing teacher and become a really good friend to Heather and I. And we just appreciate everything the band does. And uh, I think homecoming is really special for the band, too. And I think this week was a really special uh, week for all of them as well. So we thank them for all that they do. Well said, Sid. The game next week at 630 with Nebraska is probably one of the biggest games you've ever had here. You had a chance to be unbeaten against a Nebraska team there's a lot of good tickets available at cheap prices. And 
the team needs you to support them. You, need, you did a lot of streaming yesterday, next week, double streaming. And for being on this show, we'll get you a certificate to merge. Thank you for being with us. Appreciate it, guys. We're on the boat, Sky Malco Gophers, and it looks like we have some perfect Minnesota weather next week. Take care. Sounds Bye. good. Hope Heather had a happy, uh, happy birthday. All right. Uh, that's PJ Fleck. We'll be back with Derek Falvey right after this. Sports Huddle, Sid, Dave, and Mike. The Sports Huddle. You got a minute? I need your help. You see, one out of six vehicles have been recalled because of dangerous Takata airbags. One of them could be yours. Defective airbag parts can explode, causing serious injury, even death. Go to safeairbags.com and see if your vehicle is on the recall list. And if it is, get it fixed for free. It could save your life. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Meet attorneys Heather McElroy, a law school Tommy, and Matt Corte. My years as a trial attorney include high-stakes antitrust, class action, and business-critical litigation. Not the easiest cases, but the ones that make the biggest impact. Whether it's for a Fortune 500 company or a small business, we fight for our clients and our communities. Cerisi Conlon, nationally recognized trial attorney specializing in trial work on behalf of individuals and businesses. Protect the future. Learn more at CeriseConlon.com. Wonderful product. I've lost 111 pounds using that product. 111 pounds. You could not believe the difference. I went from a size 48 pant to a 33 pant, and I've maintained that now for over almost a year now. Yeah, absolutely. Andro 400 has helped me lose 111 pounds, and I've maintained my weight for almost a year now. Thanks, James, for that inspiring testimony and 111 good reasons to choose Andro 400. The most effective and natural way to lose belly fat, increase libido, gain energy, strength, and muscle while safely boosting your testosterone levels. So guys, how many reasons do you need for trying Andro 400? Well, here are two more great reasons. Order now and get free shipping plus an additional $6 off when you use the code SAVE6. That's SAVE6. Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, or go to andro400.com, andro400.com. Tomorrow in FS1, the ALDS shifts to Minnesota for a pivotal Game 3, where Aaron Judge and the Yankees battle Nelson Cruz and the Twins. The ALDS Game 3, tomorrow on FS1. Walk MS brings communities together to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. Together we are stronger. Register today at walkms.org. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. 
<clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I don't think anybody will ever forget the Bomba Squad. And now the 1-1 pitch, a fly ball into right. Deep Puig going back, still going. Puig will turn at the porch, and it's gone! It's pretty amazing. Twins and Yankees tomorrow. Henry Lake starts our coverage at 6 on News Talk 830 WCCO. Broadcasting around the globe on your smart speaker. And the Radio.com app. Talk Twins Baseball. Some additional Twins Baseball joining us now. The head of baseball operations, Derek Falvey, who's already back here in the Twin Cities, hard at work. Sid, say good morning to Derek Falvey. Well, I want to, I don't want to be negative, but I think you're going to have to do something to add to the pitching staff for next year. Well, I think our guys, you know, certainly we put, we haven't played our best baseball in New York. Uh, no one's arguing that, and, and no one's running from that. I think our guys uh, collectively. Uh, probably, as we know, we, we didn't execute our game plan, and they have so far. But I, I feel, I still feel our guys. The one thing I know about this club is they won't quit until they tell them you got to go home. And, and so our guys are excited about coming back here to Target Field, uh, play a playoff game here tomorrow night. And if, if we we need to win the series, we got to win one, and, and let's start there. Derek, it's just so bizarre because these are grown men. A lot of them have played elsewhere. They played well against the Yankees. Is there any way to come to grips with to understand this historic relationship between the postseason relationship between New York and Minnesota being so slanted in favor of New York? Well, I think you know the Yankees are a great team. You know, they didn't win the number of games they've won uh, by accident, and, and certainly to win a hundred plus games the last couple of seasons, they're a deep team. They've they have good players on that club now. Our guys, you know, they, they don't uh, they don't back down from anybody, and I feel we went into both games uh, ready to go and, and, and go fight. Now, they've, they've beat us, and at the end of the day, when you play a good team, sometimes uh, you run into some tough games, and we haven't executed our plan the way I think our guys would have hoped, and, and now the, the, we just got to just get back on the horse, jump on it, and, and keep playing the rest of the series the way we know we can. Do you have any players you're going to have trouble signing for next year? Guys that uh, could uh, leave the team for another team because they got a little more money. I, I think that we have we have a really good club. You know, coming back next year, I, we're still focused a lot on what we have to do here this year. But I would say that when you look around a position player club, a lot of these guys are under control and, and part of our team next year. Uh, we have continued flexibility and have some. Uh, work to do on the pitching side as we continue to add some names to that list. But I feel very confident we have the flexibility we need to go get what uh, what's necessary. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Jim Polad supported every step that we've made around uh, investing in this club, and I think what it's, what it's led to is the club we have on the field this year will continue to build and, and add to it as we go into the offseason. 
Oh, one nice thing about this postseason play, Gratterall does not seem at all uh, overwhelmed by the situation you found himself in. And then two other guys, if you could, I haven't paid any attention to the Arizona Fall League. What's what's happening down there with Lewis is playing multiple positions. And then Kirilov didn't go there, but again, another guy with a bright future. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you talked about Gratterall the other night and him stepping up in that moment. I think Devin Smelter last night did a really nice job for us to, to extend and lengthen that game. I think that you know, certainly we have a lot of young players who we're, we're counting on going forward. You just mentioned some guys down in the Arizona Fall League. All our players continue to, to do what we've asked them to do down there, continue to execute their plan. Royce Lewis is, is out in the Arizona Fall League playing well, bouncing around, playing multiple positions, but really getting good at bats. I think the, the feedback we continue to get is just how quality of an approach he's having against some of the best young pitching in the game. Uh, a number of our other players are continuing to play well down there. So our future in terms of prospects uh, coming along the way here is, is really bright, and I'm excited about some of those guys making their way to Minnesota over the next couple of seasons. How about uh, Buxton's health? He's been yep. so laid up uh, for two years. Uh, Bud Grant used to always talk about uh, if a player isn't healthy, he's not any good as a team. And this guy has just been off the guy, off, 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 off. What's the what's the story about his? future. Well, Byron's somebody we've talked a lot about in terms of what he can do when he's on the field and, and impact us. We saw it this year. We've seen it in years past. Uh, he was with our club in, in New York and will be here in Minnesota. And he's a great teammate. He's cheering our guys on and trying to give them a little bit of a boost. Uh, but certainly he's had a lot of injury history and, and something we continue to try and help him with. I think we fully expect this offseason after this shoulder surgery that he'll come into spring training healthy and ready to go. I know Rocco specifically has talked with him about ways to continue to protect himself in the outfield and, and still be the dynamic player that he is. And I, Byron, I know Byron so well that, you know, he, he wants to be on the field. He wants to impact this club. He, he plays at 110% all the time. So we're just going to continue to support him. But you're right. We need to keep him on the field. He needs to be on the field more because when he's on the field, we're our best team. And that's what we'll work this offseason to make sure that we're set up to do next year. What's your timetable for negotiations in the offseason last year? I think at a time when people really weren't looking for you, you had those two key signings. I know we know because you told us you talked to additional people. You know, is there a time that, uh, I mean, is that November? Is that December? I mean, obviously the earlier the better so you can set your roster. No doubt. I, I think we, as soon as we get to whenever the season ends and you get past the World Series, uh, whenever that finishes, uh, you, you get to a point where you have a five day period right after the World Series where it's uh, considered a quiet period. You can only talk to the players that are under your control and are part of your team, so you can't talk to free agents then. After that, you know, as soon as you get about five days past the World Series, then it becomes the full conversation with everybody. So uh, we'll, we'll start our process. Uh, we actually already have started our process with a lot of our people in the in the front office and our scouts and our staff to prepare for the offseason. So uh, that's, a, that's a focus for us right from the get-go. We know we want to continue to add to this team, and I have no doubt we will, because we feel the, the start of this year and what we've done so far in winning this division, that we can build off of that going forward. Let me ask you this. Are there any pitchers or players out there who you didn't bring up who could make it next year? Is anybody that you really think has a good chance to be a, a star next year? Well, we, we think they're, we think highly of a lot of the young players we've we brought up here at the end of the year. We mentioned Gratterall earlier and some of our young pitching. 
Uh, I think we saw some glimpses of what they can do in the last month of baseball here. But beyond that, we still feel really good about guys like Nick Gordon, who went through some ups and downs this year in terms of uh, health as well and trying to get him back on the field at, at full strength. And then you, you go down to double-A and you see that team that made the playoffs in that league and guys like Joan Duran and, and, and other pitchers, Edouard Colina, who drew really well for us in addition to the likes of you know Alex Kirilov and Royce Lewis and others who we talk so much about. But I think the, the guys like Trevor Larnick and Ryan Jeffers and others, we can be excited about that group tracking here and hopefully over the next couple of seasons they are, they are showing up and helping us along with the guys we already have. Some very fun names there. Before Sid wraps it up, Derek, I just want to thank you and Dave St. Peter again. Last week we went in a little different direction with a conversation talking about how young people who listen to this show, maybe their parents, grandparents, can encourage them for if they desire a career in baseball. I've seldom gotten better feedback than I got from that conversation. I just want to thank you guys for that. Uh, that's great. You know, I, I think, you know, anytime I've been very fortunate in my career to have a lot of people around the game of baseball uh, help me, but the key has always been for me is keep putting yourself out there. Keep, keep uh, the effort is, is what shows up and, I think that uh, we're really fortunate to have the organization we have around our baseball people. So thank you. Yes, it is. It's a, okay, there's Harvey. A pleasure to have you on the air. And we'll send you a Murray certificate for the best shake in town. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Have a great Sunday. All right, that's Derek Falvey. Just a little, uh, we're going to talk wild hockey. The wild uh, season off to an 0-2 start, but some interesting players and a, a new GM I think you're going to join. We've had him on once before. Bill Guerin is going to join us in about 10 minutes from right now. We'll talk some wild hockey, and then we've got hey, Dave St. Peter joining us at, at 11.30 and a couple other uh, Vikings in the 11.30 hour as we prepare for kickoff at noon in New York. We have uh, got one hour to go. Stick around and join us. You're listening to the Sports Huddle with Sid, Dave, and long distance from New York. Mike Max. The Sports Huddle. Can you believe that it is already fall? For some of us, it signals the end of summer and sadness, but for many of us, it means it's time to go hunting, and hunting makes us happy. Duck season is here, but then we remember that means I've got to get out and scout and find some birds. Who has time for that? Well, I tell you who does. Graham and his crew at Maxed Out Guides. Chances are, while you're listening to this, they're just getting done with another successful hunt and their clients are satisfied and they're happy and they're coming home feeling good. He's been sending me pictures and I had a chance to go out with them in the field that we had a marvelous goose hunt because they knew what they were doing. You got to get on their social media pages and check it out. It's unbelievable. They find the spots. They do the work. You have the fun. It's that easy. They are truly a group of professional waterfall guides committed to making your time in the field with them worthwhile. Go to their lodge in Western Minnesota or in the Metro, but hurry to those Metro hunts. Dates are filling up fast. Yeah, look them up at geeseforus.com. Geeseforus.com or call Graham at Maxed Out Guides today. Three, two, one. Oh, no. Which Which button button am I... When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, Guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear... Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. In many countries around the world, medical care is scarce. From birth defects to serious injuries and illnesses, countless millions have no access to safe surgery. Mercy Ships is there to help. 
with a team of volunteer professionals, nurses, surgeons, utilizing state-of-the-art hospital ships. Mercy Ships provides free surgeries for the thousands of those who are waiting for surgery at each port. Mercy Ships is bringing services to countries that would otherwise never be able to access those services. We just see people that need help. You realize that they have no way of getting help, and I want them to know that they're loved. Help make a lasting impact and turn someone's fear into joy. Find out how you can help by visiting our website at mercyships.org for more information. That's mercyships.org. Twins and Yankees tomorrow. Coverage starts at 6 on News Talk 830-WCCO. KMNB HD2, Minneapolis-St. Paul, a radio.com station. This is CBS News on the Hour. Real news, real reporting. I'm Gary Nunn. Two suspects are being sought now after a shooting spree early today at a bar in Kansas City, Kansas. Four people were killed, five others wounded. KCTV TV reporter Kelly Taylor. Police say two men walk into a bar with handguns and they... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.